dyslexia. You might say, I've heard other people talking about it. Isn't that when people see letters backwards or upside down? Or, in truth, I have no idea what that is. So what is it really? I'm Jenny Sherson, ex-special educator turned dyslexia interventionist. It wasn't so long ago that I, too, was overwhelmed by balanced literacy versus structured literacy, education speak, and everything in between. Fast forward after many, many hours of self-driven education, and you'll see I've built a thriving dyslexia practice helping students from age 6 to 18. My specialties? Working with a quote-unquote difficult, almost always to be, student, and breaking down the complexities of dyslexia into everyday language strategies and action steps. Dyslexia is one of those disabilities that hides right out in the open. It's estimated that between 15 and 20% of people have it. That's one out of five. In fact, it's so prevalent that 33% of students with an IEP have a primary eligibility of specific learning disability, SLD. SLD is the umbrella category for dyslexia. This does not include the students who receive accommodations for their dyslexia under a 504. Chances are you have at least one dyslexic person in your life. So let's dig deeper into exactly what dyslexia is. Today, we'll look more closely at the definition of dyslexia. I chose the International Dyslexia Association's IDA official definition for this podcast. Here's the IDA's definition in full. Quote, dyslexia is a specific learning disability that is neurobiological in origin. It is characterized by difficulties with accurate and or fluent word recognition and by poor spelling and decoding abilities. These difficulties typically result from a deficit in the phonological component of language that is often unexpected in relation to other cognitive abilities and the provision of effective classroom instruction. Secondary consequences may include problems in reading, comprehension, and reduced reading experience that can impede growth of vocabulary and background knowledge. End quote. So what does that mean? Well, let's break it down piece by piece. Specific Learning Disability, or SLD. The U.S. Department of Education defines specific learning disability as a disorder in one or more of the basic psychological processes involved in understanding or in using language, spoken or written, that may manifest itself in the imperfect ability to listen, think, speak, read, write, spell, or to do mathematical calculations, including conditions such as perceptual disabilities, brain injury, minimal brain dysfunction, dyslexia, and developmental aphasia. Specific learning disability does not include learning problems that are primarily the result of visual, hearing, or motor disabilities, of intellectual disability, of emotional disturbance, or of environmental, cultural, or economic disadvantage. What is a neurobiological disability? A neurologic disability is any condition that is caused by a dysfunction in part of the brain or nervous system, resulting in physical and or psychological symptoms. In essence, a person's brain is wired differently than their peers. They see and process information differently. The next part of the definition, quote, accurate and or fluent word recognition and by poor spelling and decoding abilities, end quote 
is fairly self-explanatory. A person with dyslexia struggles with both the input and output of written language. Then we come to, quote, a deficit in the phonological component of language, unquote. Here, the writers of the definition are talking about a person's ability to hear, process, and manipulate sounds on their own in relation to letters or letter patterns, otherwise known as graphemes. Okay, let's keep going. The next section reads, quote, often unexpected in relation to other cognitive abilities and the provision of effective classroom instruction, end quote. This refers to the fact that people with dyslexia are usually intelligent, verbally skilled, and have oral comprehension or connection-making skills well above their reading skills and, air quotes, effective classroom instruction has been ineffectual. When a person struggles to read, some of the, quote, secondary consequences may include problems in reading comprehension and reduced reading experience that can impede growth of vocabulary and background knowledge, end quote. People who struggle with written language work so hard to decode the individual words, by the time they get to the end of a sentence or paragraph, they are no longer able to put all the pieces together. Their brain is too tired to connect the individual words into a string of phrases and sentences, which in turn hampers their ability to comprehend what they just read. In short, the less you read, the less words and ideas you are exposed to. This also has an effect on your overall comprehension. If you haven't been exposed to an idea or a larger vocabulary, you're limited to how deeply you can connect to and understand the words in front of you. So let's recap. Dyslexia is a neurological disability that unexpectedly affects a person's ability to process written language. This is typically due to a difficulty with connecting and understanding sound or letter combinations, which can lead to problems with reading comprehension, limited vocabulary, and limited background knowledge. Great, now you know and have an understanding of what dyslexia is. But what does it look like in the real world? In our next episode, we'll explore the different signs and behaviors related to dyslexia. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Literacy Untangled. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, head on over to our Instagram at Literacy Untangled and comment on your favorite part. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. Bye.